Hi there and welcome to the Pondering Dam podcast, where we talk all things teaching, education, pedagogy and technology. I'm your host, Danny Summerall, and if you're new to the show, make sure you leave a review and share with your peers. Connect with me on Twitter, Instagram and YouTube at Pondering Dan, as well as at PonderingDan.com. In 1994, Apple created the Apple Distinguished Educator Program, or ADE for short to recognise K-12 and higher education pioneers who are using Apple technology to transform teaching and learning. These are the educators who are looking to change the world. They're active leaders from around the world helping other educators rethink what's possible with Apple technology to make learning deeply personal for every student. I'm really lucky to have three amazing Apple Distinguished Educators with me today. Firstly, I have Steph Prewell. Steph is a teacher from rural Victoria and the most recent award winner for the Digital Learning and Teaching Victoria Digital Educator of the Year Award. She became an ADE in 2015. And lastly, also from Adelaide, I have Kim Martin. Kim is an assistive technology specialist that supports students, teachers, support workers and families across South Australia. Kim is also on the Committee for Digital Learning and Teaching Victoria and has also been an ADE since 2015. So hi everyone and welcome to the Pondering Dan podcast. G'day, g'day. So I'm a relatively new ADE being from the class of 2019 and I was very lucky in my opinion to have met all of you at the most recent ADE Asia Pacific event on the Gold Coast. I'm pretty excited to be speaking about the ADE program and learning a bit more about what that means to you. So we might start with Steph. Sure. Um, what were the steps for you to become an ADE? So I was working at a tiny school in the Clare Valley and I was working with doing some coding, which was pretty cool for the time, pretty commonplace now. And um, some Apple people came up and had a look at my school and said, your school's pretty cool. And um, told me about the ADE program and invited me to apply. And I made a little video about my story and um, was successful. That was in 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And what about you, Sal? Um, Well, I was at the time, I was um, teaching at Mark Oliphant College, um, which is a um, a category one school. So um, pretty low socioeconomic school. And um, it was a relatively new super school that had been built. So um, we had um, lots of um, people from Apple coming out all the time. Um, And I was lucky enough to work under Dean Clark, um, who we miss very much, but I was lucky enough to work under him. Um, And he actually said to me, Sal, you're doing some great stuff. I'd really like you to apply um, to be an ADE. And I was kind of like, what is that? Um, and then um, he, he, he actually went through the process himself. So he was there to support me with that process. So, yeah. yeah, good, good. And Kim, similar story for you or? Well, not at all. To be honest, I didn't know anybody that was an ADE um, in the community that I worked within and who I got to mingle with. So in 2013, 
I gave it a go and was unsuccessful. And in 2014, I got to become a Google Certified Innovator. Okay. And to be honest, I still really wanted that ADE uh, title. So in Very prestigious. <laughs> so I think I would have been going until they just gave up and said, all right, let her in. Um, <laughs> 15, I tried again and was successful. So my first ADE event was in Singapore. Same yeah, with me, okay. Kim. Yeah. yeah, that's the same as me. But how, I know I shouldn't be asking the questions, but <laughs> how did you find out about it in 2013? Because I really wanted to do it right back, I'm going to say in 2009. And then I thought I wasn't good enough, like that imposter syndrome. So who, who did you hear, hear about it from? Was it Christine Payne? No, I'm an Apple geek, so I just knew it existed forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I just found out in, you know, the, the year prior to 2015 so yeah so i i found out about it from a friend who was also class of 2015 and it was only through her that i sort of you know was aspiring to become an ade i thought it looked pretty good and and i was using all the apple devices so you know similar to what you all did as well we had to put together a little video and say what you've been doing in the classroom and how you're using apple technology and you know i was lucky i got in first go which I was really surprised at considering I did my video very last minute. Um, and that sort of brings me to the next question about how easy it is to become an ADE. So for me, I was lucky first go, but I know lots of people just try year after year without success. What, what was the experience like there for you? I can't say there's any consistency in terms of here are the 10 golden rules and you'll definitely get in. Mm. Over the course of the ADE program since I've been in, I've been on the panel of people that... Me too, Kim. Yeah, who have looked through new applicants aspiring to join the program. And I would have to say there's not one or three or ten things that I could say, nail this and you're in. Um, okay. So which makes it hard, I think. I think, I think that's actually Apple's way anyway. So they don't really restrict what they're asking of you. So it's really your chance to be creative and um, show them what, you, what you've got, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. So what does it mean to you to be an ADE and for your career? Who wants to kick well, us off? Well, it's a bit there? of an honour. It's a huge honour to be an ADE. Um, yeah. I, I live in Mildura right now, so it's a huge game changer for me in terms of professional development. So I live in Mildura. I have just no one around to talk to about anything um at all really it's <laughs> just me yeah. and uh lots of dust um so <laughs> it's a great opportunity to um meet other amazing educators and also to get great pd and it's a huge amount of fun it is a huge amount of fun hanging out with the nicest people you ever meet it's really an yeah. honor and a lot of fun yeah excellent yeah I think even like going on from you steph like the connections that that you actually um, build, like both professionally and personally. I think, you know, that's been a huge thing for me and, um, and has also built my confidence as well. It wasn't an easy thing for me to go, go overseas and um, by myself, but I think now it's, it's become a lot easier and it's kind of like a family. Um, well, that's what I find anyway whenever I, whenever I go back. Um, and in regards to you know, my career, um, you know, it definitely helps on a professional statement, doesn't it? A personal yeah. statement for yeah. jobs and so forth. Um, and a lot of people ask, what is, what is an ADE? They actually ask that. So, um, but I think, again, it's, 
it's the connections around the world that uh, the ideas that you get as well and those connections like I wouldn't have been talking to Paul Hamilton mm. you know and asking him you know how did how on that how on earth did you do that Paul mm. um I hadn't have gone through this process I don't think so mm. yeah. I've been blown away by the talent but in equal proportions the generosity of these amazing creative people like at no point has someone ever said that's my idea go find your own or mm. it was hard so you need to go and work it out yourself like the generosity has blown me away um and there's never really a click like if you want to walk up to someone with way more awards than yourself <laughs> they're more than happy to say hi and how can i help yeah. or on the other side of the world and you've got a problem you post it on the ada community and you've got seven new ways of thinking about that problem within an hour. It's just yeah. amazing. You're right. It really does open those doors. And I think um, like going back and talking about people not knowing what the ADE program is. And when you talk a bit about it with them, I don't think people realize that to get there, there's a lot of work involved and you really have to prove yourself first before you can even, you know, submit something to be accepted, which is, um, you know, as far as your career goes, really speaks a lot for your work ethic, I think, and um, what you can achieve in a classroom with a with a bunch of children. So um, what do you think would be the biggest thing you've learnt from being an ADE? It's a big one. So many things. <laughs> yeah. Honouring the aha moments, really celebrating the aha moments. It's okay to make mistakes, but also oh, so many things. Mm. I don't know. I learned how to compose music this year because of ADEs and I'm a whole yes. singer and that's musician. Well, that's true. And actually I learned how to use GarageBand for podcasts, which is what I'll be using to edit this after we've finished, which is pretty cool. So that's one thing for me. I think one thing I've learned is to keep pushing boundaries. So within yeah. our own school, sometimes we're the only person who's trying to do this one thing or trying to support this one child with this crazy harebrained idea you've got. And sometimes you get a lot of no's within the community you live on a daily basis yeah. and work. So I think the ADE community gives you that confidence to push those boundaries, to try again, to try something else, to not accept the mediocre, this will do way of learning and teaching. Mm. That's what I've got out of it. I always think I can try this again. Look, I'm going to do this a different way and try again. Yeah. And I'm going to try again. So you it's very invigorating, isn't it? Very invigorating coming away yeah. from, an, from an institute. Yeah, if you it's feel like a whole week of yes and, not no but. Yeah, mm. and sometimes when you feel a little bit tired and you get in that little bit of a lull, you know, if you do go to those conferences, it does that reinvigorates your your passion and everything like that. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can't just say one thing for me. Like the last the last conference was just amazing in regret in regards to augmented reality and. Um, mm. you know, um, the keynotes, the, the um, new updates with the keynote, um, I just thought was absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, and, you know, I was able to then take that back to my kids and to see them, that they feed off my, my enthusiasm. And I'm pretty enthusiastic in the classroom, if you wouldn't tell. <laughs> um, they were just like ping pong balls. Yeah. They were <laughs> just loving it and feeding off my um, my energy. So. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing, and I know a lot of people um, hashtag it on Twitter and on um, other social media is just that everyone can create stuff and, and how that's really shifted my thinking about, you know, creativeness. And, you know, I was 
always one to say, oh, I'm not very creative. I can't really do this. I can't do that. But using the tools and, and just playing around with things, it's, it's actually amazing how creative you can be and, and how that translates into everything in the classroom. There's so many things I've taken back and my students have used and, you know, things that, you know, five years ago when I started teaching, I never would have thought that I'd be doing in the classroom. So, and, you know, you put all that under one banner, whether it's, you know, making some music in GarageBand or um, drawing fun pictures or taking photos and, you know, it's, it's just so much creative, creative, um, creativeness. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. Obviously the events that they have every year are a big thing. And for me, 2019 becoming an ADE was like a massive highlight for me. Apart from that one, what, what would be one of your biggest highlights after becoming an ADE? Well, getting to travel and meet amazing people going to Austin is now was just mind-blowing. It's one of my favourite places on the planet now. Yeah, the, the worldwide events just take it to a different level, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, you think you were blown away by last yeah. year. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a lot of people think that you need to be an Apple fan to become an Apple Distinguished Educator, and I disagree with that, but I would love to know what you think. We always say it's not a cult, but it's no. going to be the cult. <laughs> not a cult. <laughs> I don't know. No, you don't have to love Apple to do, but it is kind of funny when everyone puts their hands up. We've all got Apple watches on. We all love the Apple technology because <laughs> it's awesome. Not because we like we have to, like we have to, because it's great. It's great stuff. It really but, is. No, I think I love the Apple products because of the opportunity and it enables the teaching and learning, the kids that I work with in the special accessibility. needs accessibility yeah. space. So it's, I love Apple because of <clears throat> what they can help and provide opportunities for the kids I work with. Um, so yeah, I love Apple, but it's not because I like the shiny brand new devices that come in white boxes. It's, it's the wow moments that they provide for the kids. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even have an iPhone until just before ADE 2019. So, I mean, but the fact that I'm using Apple devices all the time sort of helped me, I suppose. Because even at institutes, nobody's saying, "Oh my goodness, she's got a Series Three watch. Mine's a five. Like nobody <laughs> does that. If you've got yeah, an iPhone, no nobody cares. cares. If no. you've got something that's running the latest operating system, is working for you. Nobody. There's no hashtag. Oh my god, did you see the MacBook? Like there's none of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're they're not not a judgmental bunch of people, are they? Finest <laughs> people in the whole world. <laughs> so the next intake for new ADEs is 2021. So what would be your advice for any teacher out there if they want to achieve that? And I might start with you, Kim, for this one. Um, I would say to find your story, how you can best share how what you're doing as a leader in your use of the technologies, how you advise people, how you share what you're doing. Just find one story. And mm. then I would recommend taking a billion photos throughout the next year. So 2020 <laughs> is your year to always have your phone out taking a photo because you're not sure what your end video application might have in it. But if you've got 100 photos to choose from, it's a whole lot easier to make your application mm. video than, oh, I've got these 10 blurry photos. I should have thought about that. And now it's October. So yeah. my one tip would be to be capturing the evidence and thinking about just one story you can share. Don't try and overload your application with, I've done 55 
some amazing things and I need to tell you all about them and I'm talking this fast because I've only got a minute. <laughs> one or two awesome things. Yeah. And take it. Yeah. yeah. I'd second that advice. What about you, Sally? Yeah, um, I mean, as Kim said, it's Apple always, they highlight it as being your story. So that goes back to what Kim just highlighted. But I think the big thing is being being organised as much as you can for when that time comes where you have to create a video or do your write-up and so on um, with videos, pictures, whatever. Um, because and a little sneaky tip, they normally ask you in January. So you're normally in holiday mode. So it's harder to think when you're in holiday mode. Well, especially um, in Australia, yes. <laughs> yeah. so sometimes those photos can just trigger your memory, even because yeah. you're going to forget what you did. Yeah, mm. and also, I suppose, um, you know, also is, um, you know, connecting with other ADEs in your state, if you can, um, just to tap into them as well. Um, and also completing, your yeah, Apple teacher badges online as well. Yeah, of course. Um, they do also look for that as, yeah. Yeah, and obviously that's the that's the real starting point there, isn't it? Doing those Apple Teacher badges, which is yeah. pretty easy. You can just Google Apple Teacher for that. What about you, Steph? Have you got anything to add? Take some risks in the classroom. Have a go at something you wouldn't normally have a go at. Think outside the square. Um, get on Twitter. Check out the Apple do hashtag. Everyone can create mm. hashtag. Follow some cool ADEs like Kathy Hunt and Paul Hamilton. Yeah, and um, be inspired, but do your own thing too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some really good advice. So they only do intakes every two years, I believe. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So thinking, we've we've already talked a little bit about it. Um, You know, once you get accepted, what next? And what is next after you've done your video and you've you've got that amazing email that says, congratulations, you're an Apple Distinguished Educator. What happens? Oh, mate, then it's the um, actual anxiety with waiting for um, that email to come come back to tell you whether you've been successful or not. Mm. I think all of us, are, um, you know, we've got a group chat between some <laughs> SA um, ADEs and as soon as that first email goes, they're like, has everyone got theirs yet? Who's in? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite anxious. Um, and, you know, even Kim and I were talking tonight um, we were wondering when, when it's actually going to be um, known to everyone. Um, but um, I, I, I would say, and the advice would be to reply to any email as soon as you can, um, you know, so that they can get the information, also your accommodation as well. I mean, I prefer to just be by my lonely self in the room. Um, <laughs> actually, normally Jag's the most amazing rooms too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you, feel, if you feel more comfortable just being in a room by yourself, you have that option, but also you can room with someone as well. And lots of people like that too. Mm. Um, but I just think, you know, there's nothing worse than keeping things to the last minute. So, um, you know, you've got to be pretty onto it. As soon as they send an email, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much um, sending it straight away. Yeah. And like Sally just said, you can be involved as much or as little as you like. So if you want a room on your own and you want to just attend the sessions and go back to your room, you can. But I would recommend for your first institute, just hold on, say yes yes, and to everything you can. Um, and you'll have a blast and make some awesome friends. 
Kim, I think you said that to me actually when I was there because, you know, going to a place where you don't know anybody at all and there's, you know, maybe a little bit of social anxiety. How do I walk up to these people? And I think it was you that told me that everyone here is pretty much the same, you know, (laughs) so it's a bunch of nerds all meeting together and we all have one thing in common. So it's not, it's not hard to go up to people there. That's what I found. So is there anything else that you wanted to add about the Apple Distinguished Educator Program or the experience that you think um, the listeners to this show will find valuable? I think I need to say you deserve to be there because one of the things I most struggled with when I walked into that room the first time, I was overwhelmed with how the hell have I gotten in here? Somehow they've stuffed up and they've let me in and I should totally not be here. I felt exactly the same. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Um, So the first thing I would say to someone who's got that email is congratulations, you deserve to be there. Yep. Yep. Totally. Really good advice. All right. Well, I got to tell you. Yeah. That um, about the showcases that, you know, the showcases that are within the conference are probably the, the most, um, how would you explain it, Steph? Like you actually gave a so show. So scary. Oh my gosh. It's just so, I just love it. And it's, what is it, three minutes or something? Yeah, so you have three minutes to tell your story to everyone. It's a long process. So I started, I don't know, months out before the Institute, practicing with another ADE, having phone conferences and practicing. And then on the, at the actual Institute, I had lots of practicing then too, to um, share your story in only three minutes exactly. Um, so it's kind of like a TED talk on steroids because you've only got three minutes. Yeah. yeah. And it's but so, I, I always cry when I hear people's stories. It's so inspiring to hear someone. Though, if you're an ADE at the first, like the first year, you don't have to do, no. do that. I'm just saying that it's a really good experience to see um, people talk about, you know, their experiences, I guess. Yeah, it so, definitely sparks ideas for you. Mm, it's awesome. Yeah. So we'll see you up there soon, Sal. Me? Yeah. No, the other Sally in the room. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, those. Goodness. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> for our listeners out there, all of our guests have some great free books for educators available on the Apple Bookstore. In fact, I think you wrote one together, the three of you. Am I right? Yes. On, was that on the um, 360 camera? done my research (laughs) so make sure you go and check them out i'll put a link in the description and if you want to connect with them on twitter you can find steph at steph cree that is s-t-e-p-h-k-r-i-e kim is at kim nitram which is kim martin with martin spelt backwards (laughs) and sally at sally low 17 what's that because Kim Martin is such a boring name. There are so many in the world. I couldn't have it. So I had to think creatively. <laughs> well, good, good thinking. Good thinking. <laughs> Everyone can create cool Twitter hashtags. That's oh, it. That's it. Sally Ewald. I don't know if that has the same ring to it. <laughs> uh, so as always, if you have any questions or feedback about today's episode, you can... Uh, email me at dan at ponderingdan.com and I can forward them on to Sally, Steph and Kim. But thank you all so much for joining me this week. 
And hopefully we've given our listeners some useful information if they too are considering becoming an Apple Distinguished Educator. Thank you. And we'll see you all at the next Institute, I'm sure. Yeah, fingers fingers crossed. crossed. Yeah. Thank you. Good luck. The opportunity as well. Thanks, Sam. All right. Thanks, everyone. So another big thank you to my guests uh, for being part of the show today. And if you have any questions uh, for myself or for Kim, Steph or Sally, you can email them to me at dan at ponderingdan.com. And to help my podcast grow, remember to leave a review, uh, like it and share it with your networks. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. So until next time, I'm Danny. Bye. Bye.